Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about what uh, is going on with with BRICS, with uh, this uh, event that's taking place in Asantan, and what South Africa is really doing. So last night, the president made a speech which was very, very carefully crafted to make sure that we hear and that everybody hears just how Darn neutral they are, but we're not Switzerland, are we? We aren't. We don't even have. We do have the chocolate, actually. Now that I come to think of it, at time maybe not our thing. Uh, chocolate is, but that's kind of where the similarity ends. And I guess we've got the Drakensberg, they've got the Alps. But Stephen Grust, he's head of the African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute uh, of International Affairs. Stephen, are we are we Switzerland? Sorry, Howard, I didn't hear the question. I said, are we Switzerland? You know, we're meant to be that neutral, right? Uh, you know, nobody, uh, we won't be aligned. Sura Ramaphosa making it very, very clear that we won't be used by any of the international groups or powers. But is that even really the case? When we look at our international policy, uh, if, if that's what it can be called, uh, it really doesn't seem to be that cohesive. Uh, thank you. Um, I don't think we're Switzerland. Uh, because Switzerland is officially neutral and has been for, for many years. Uh, South Africa says it is pursuing a non-aligned stance. It's taking each issue on its merits and deciding where it will exert its foreign policy. Uh, I mean, I've long argued, including on your show, that even though it says it's non-aligned, it will be judged on what it does. And, and there's been so many actions over the last 18 months that suggest that it's closer to Russia, it's leaning towards Russia, particularly on this conflict, uh, despite what the rest of it. So you, you will be judged by your actions, not your words. Mm, mm. And how does that really work? Because if you have a country like Iran that is is suppressing uh, free, any form of freedom of speech, freedom of expression, who is a horrific perpetrator of violence against women, who has a very, very staunch anti-LGBTQ plus policy to the extent that gay people are being hanged, and South Africa says, we'll be your friends because we're not because we, we're neutral? What, what, what is that neutrality? Does it mean we're neutral to other people's suffering? But does that mean we don't care? What is this? It's, you know, the history with Iran goes back a long way, uh, back uh, with, with the ANC through to its struggle days. Um, yes, Iran's a particularly uh, unconventional and violent regime uh, that is supporting many of Israel's enemies. Um, South Africa has been friendly with Iran for, for many, many years. They have a what's called a binational commission, which is like a special relationship between uh, diplomats. Uh, the Iranian foreign minister was here a couple of days ago having meetings with Jericho. You know, we've, we've long supported Iran. So uh, it, it does, uh, you know, you often are judged by the company you keep. Mm. And uh, Iran has been fallen foul of the international community for many years because of the stance since the uh, Iranian revolution of 1979. Uh, but South Africa is unperturbed by that and says, you know, this is our friend, this is a, a friendly country to South Africa, there things we can get out of this relationship and uh, we will defend them and we will, we will meet them and we won't be told by others that we won't meet them. 
So following that, what what is likely to be the reaction from the international community. Look, the, the United States doesn't want to alienate South Africa. That's clear. They've, they've certainly been quite, um, accommodating in some of the, the, uh, the way in which South Africa's behaved. They're, you know, quick to accept an explanation, maybe. But, but how, how far can South Africa push it before it becomes a problem? Yeah, I think there's been a big concern about that. And, of course, uh, the president sent uh, not one but two delegations to Washington to try and explain South Africa's position. So I think even though uh, we've taken pro-Russian stances, pro-Iranian stances, South Africa often gets a free park uh, in the international community. Uh, how long that's going to last, we don't know. There, there's been fears that, South Africa could be cut out of the AGOA trade uh, agreement with, with the U.S. Of course, the RAND makes its own decisions, and, and uh, when the, the Lady R issue and the controversy blew up after the American ambassador said we were loading weapons onto the Lady R, uh, the RAND went for a tumble and it still hasn't recovered. So uh, the international community, even though you know uh, uh, South Africa may not be punished directly, confidence in the country as measured by confidence in the currency, is sinking to all-time levels. Yeah, it, it's just remarkable. What are, are we are we expecting to see anything of any value coming out of out of the BRIC summit, aside from maybe stopping some of us from spending money at Sandton City? Yeah, so I think traffic in uh, in Sandton is going to be a nightmare for the next uh, uh, three or four days. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think we'll see. Support probably for Russia's position on sanctions and uh, calling for the lifting of sanctions. I think in terms of the Ukraine war, we'll see Russia's interpretation. I think we'll also see uh, probably more strident anti-Israel language than we've seen in the last couple of uh, declarations when China was hosting uh, and, and India was hosting the the. the um, Language on, on the Middle East was much more muted. I think with South Africa in the chair, we can expect the resurgence of demanding Palestinian rights mm. and uh, mm. denouncing of Israel. Um, yeah, because there we're not neutral, right? But yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. So, you know, we don't vote on any country, uh, country related human rights issues in the Human Rights Council, except, of course, for Israel. Mm. So, uh, there is no consistency in, in, in South African foreign policy. I mean, we're going to see discussions about the expansion of BRICS. I don't think we're going to have new countries sign on at this summit. My understanding is that South Africa was tasked with coming up for criteria for admitting new members, and I don't think that's been agreed yet. Uh, India is probably the most resistant to expanding the BRICS, so there'll be a lot of discussion on that. There'll be discussion on trade. Uh, there may be some new trade deals announced. Uh, they typically are around these, uh, around these events. They'll be talking about trading in uh, the local currency of the countries and not relying on the dollar. I'm not an economist, so I don't understand Mm -hmm. too much of that. But, you know, those are some of the things that are slated to be discussed over the next three or four days. Absolutely fascinating. We'll definitely keep an eye on uh, on this story and uh, see where it goes. That is uh, uh, that is Stephen Gruz, he's head of the African Governance Diplomacy Program at South African Institute for International Affairs.